You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Cracking the code on how you can optimize, personalize, and monetize your app marketing and mobile growth efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence, hosted by Peggy Ann Saltz. Peggy, a top 30 mobile marketing influencer, nine-time author, and content strategist, brings you her pick of tech, trends, guests, and cool stuff to help you drive growth and create deep connections with your customers. Now, prepare to get motivated and activated with our host. Hey, hello. Welcome to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, where I plan, produce, and promote content that allows my clients to reach their performance goals and scale growth. And of course, growth as always, is what it's all about here because this is where we get the inside track from the UA experts, app marketing ninjas, people out there who know how to move the needle on mobile growth. It's success in this case that has earned them the title of mobile hero as chosen by Liftoff, a full-service mobile app marketing and retargeting platform. And we've had a great series up till now. I encourage you, of course, to go back and listen in. We've been talking to a lot of mobile heroes, that's their name, that's their title, and how they became that. We've been talking to a lot of Mobile Heroes up till now, and I encourage you to go back and listen in to earlier episodes. And what we're looking at is across all of these shows, you know, what is it that they're doing and doing right? Because these are the lessons that can help you also move the needle on your mobile app. So with that, I'm going to welcome our newest mobile hero. She's Alicia Kutsanova. She is head of mobile at Social Discovery Ventures. Alicia, great to have you here. Uh, hello, Peggy. Hello, everyone. Great to uh, thank you for hosting me. Well, it's great to have you. And what I love is that you know we we have such a great mix. It's just an eclectic mix of people from around the world, literally. Because in your case, I believe you are based in Moscow. Is that correct? Yeah, right. We're based. We historically based in Moscow, but still operate globally. 
Uh huh. And of course, that gives you a different view, not only just globally, but Social Discovery Ventures, as a little bit of uh, background for our listeners, is an international umbrella brand of for a group of technology and software engineering companies which provide platforms for social discovery, personal development, and online entertainment. And uh, you manage a you know, 30 plus dating apps all around the world, but maybe you can give me just a little bit more of an insight into what you're doing at Social Discovery Ventures, Alicia. Uh, Speaking about our products and our company, uh, we're mostly focused on two things. The first one is they're developing their, as you said, right, the social entertainment and especially dating applications. So we are trying to find the right niches on the market to connect people all together. So we're having the global brand named dating.com. We're having the brand spot, for example, for travelers like uh, yourtravelmates.com. We're mm-hmm. connecting also senior people at datemyage.com and so on and so forth. So we're just trying to find, uh, to connect uh, uh, the most close audience uh, all together. And the second part of our business is uh, like, it's uh, can be obvious from there. Uh, our name is uh, investment business, so it's venture business, and we're especially investing in arts, in social technologies, in uh, um, uh, also interested in blockchain, but still not. So, and our our uh, our owner, the founder of the company, is investing uh, into the um, different uh, aspects of philosophy. Well, you know, what's fascinating about this is the breadth of what you need to do and manage as head of mobile. So it's like, just to get an idea, you know, it's it's quite a lot, but your chief focus is head of mobile. Let's start with your background. I mean, what is it that you were doing before joining that uh, makes it possible for you to manage such a wide range of uh, mobile products and uh, and presences, really? Oh, before I was uh, doing that uh, all practically all my life, I was doing marketing and business development for different companies. Uh, first, I started doing and dealing with dating about 10 or even 11 years ago uh, for the uh, most popular still and most huge Russian brand called uh, Mamba. Uh, then I moved to the gaming industry and spent there about five or seven years, uh, mostly focused on business development and international users acquisition. Uh, and after that, uh, it happens here that uh, uh, I get a, a technical tech experience uh, for peer-to-peer financial and fintech platforms. Uh, and I was dealing with not, it was not only with the acquisition, but mostly with the product and the user's experience. And then I joined the Social Discovery Ventures as the head of mobile uh, and responsible here for the uh, from the one part for, for the marketing acquisition, public relations, and so on and so forth. And from the another part for the development, user experience, uh, yeah, customer support, and other stuff. So how does that work? Does that sort of go hand in hand that you have to think about the, uh, you know, the user acquisition at the same time you're thinking about the product, developing the product, thinking about the journey? How is it that you do that in parallel or or you are truly a superhero because you're doing all of this at once? (laughs) No, I I don't feel like I'm a superhero, but uh, 
the thing is uh, the, uh, everything all two, all those two processes are really based on data because you mm-hmm. are you need to know how your customers behave yourself inside the application so you just build the data clusters you uh, so called categorize their uh, customers on different groups yeah you're just watching their behavior. You're trying to determine their needs and what do they want from your app. And then you just build the user's acquisition based on the knowledge you've got from uh, the current users. You're trying to find the lookalikes. You're trying to suggest something new to your possible customers. Uh, you're trying to find the new user's acquisition sources uh, to find the right platform where you can uh, attract your future customers So. That's not like a parallel process. Those two processes are based on each other and they're completely mixed. And of course, as you stated, and many have stated, you know, it's data-driven marketing. If it's marketing at all uh, in digital, in mobile, it's data-driven. But of course, you have the difference that yours is a very sort of high-touch um, app as well. You know, we're talking about dating. We're talking about finding travel companions, um, also social games. There's a real social element here. I'm sure, just curious because there is no real answer, Alicia. So you're not gonna you're not gonna have it. But your view is really valuable on how do you balance sort of the high tech and the high touch so that you're making those data led, data informed decisions, but you're also keeping in mind you have to be watching human behavior as well. Mm. This is everything about the first of all the predictions and then about the segmentation and uh, the third part is about our uh, a little bit luck and your experience. So mm-hmm. um, it's not always you can just predict everything and using the uh, artificial intelligence and all the uh, more in-data driven systems, you can't always uh, like say that those customers will definitely behave themselves themselves as you expected. So it's a little bit luck in this case. I, I had I had their uh, great ex- uh, great uh, example uh, from my practice. How our, we were trying to connect our uh, Arabian EMEA customers with the others. So we just expected that uh, our uh, let's say Arabian customers would likely date with their uh, their neighbors and uh, with their uh, those who live side by side on the same street in the same city. Mm-hmm. We actually failed at that time, and the prediction was completely wrong because uh, we started we started. Uh, to uh, watch what all those customers have been doing inside the apps. Uh, what do they like? How do they open profiles? What is their customer's journey? So on and so forth. So we figured out that uh, they mostly uh, are eager to date internationally, but not in their own hometown. Uh, and then we were trying to figure out uh who's the best match for them from the international market found uh, found Latin men and Latin women and that was a perfect match according to uh, usage of their um, applications revenues and so on and so forth so that's a great point because it, you you go into what you're doing into marketing you have certain assumptions and uh, you know it's great to have those as a guidance but the reality check, 
is always going to be the data. And we have to get a break right now, Alicia, but uh, listeners, don't go away because when we get back, we'll talk more about data-driven marketing and also the role of AI in making decisions that have real business impact. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Catholic Charities is committed to providing life's basic needs. We thank you for bringing us all here today, letting these people understand how Catholic Charities runs and how important these people are. And we ask you to guide them, to protect them, and keep them here forever because this community needs them. Visit www.catholiccharitiesusa.org to learn more. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision, especially when you're galloping high speed on a horse named Archibello. So yes, my body hurts, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. Oh, Archibello! Learn more at brainhealth.gov. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. Hello, we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove. And today, of course, we have Alicia Kuznetsova. She is head of mobile at Social Discovery Ventures. And Alicia, right before the break, we were talking about, you know, that interesting sort of eureka aha moment when you've been thinking about your assumptions, your marketing assumptions make perfect sense, the data tells you something else. So it told you basically that your users would like to be matched with different people. Obviously you did that because you're a successful app company, um, but what else did you have to do in your UA and in your approach to match what the data was telling you? Uh, So, as I told you before, like uh, there was a quite successful users acquisition. We were trying to match uh, our Arabian customers internationally for their travel plans, and uh, we were trying to uh, follow up: uh, was this matching successful or not? Uh, have they really had their uh, travel uh, mutual travel experience? Uh, so we used actually at that time we used actually the content marketing like tell us our story please tell us about your um, your uh, successful trip was it successful uh, mm-hmm. have you been happy at the at that time so uh, we've got I actually don't remember but quite a lot of answers from our customers and then we use that content uh, towards our new acquisition like telling our potential customers the success stories that we had to guarantee uh, the best performance that people will see that uh, this service really works 
this is the proofs of uh, the happy trips, the successful usage, and so they can also uh, join the service and try their luck. We also use the push marketing and uh, with those stories for those people who um, who stops using our application, we were sending the push notifications like, hey guys, uh, that's your fellow mates, that's uh, this the same with the same user that used also our application so hey guys we have a success stories uh, maybe you can give a second try for our application maybe we can find you the right match so we were trying not only to uh, acquire new customers but we were trying to uh, re-engage our previous one using the uh, that insight that we've got from their from the um, uh, matching the target group with their international travelers. Of course, when you're talking about engagement, at one level that's about being effective, but it's also about being emotive. And you're very focused on data, as you should be, Alicia, at your company to get good results. How do you follow the data to engage and re-engage your users? Uh, in our company, there uh, I will start with the re-engagement because in our company, uh, the re-engagement is absolutely based on data and on the assumptions that uh, those customers who left uh, might need again. So we're not mostly like relying on the some kind of intuition or luck or some assumptions, but we for re-engagement and to predict their possible behavior and also to gather the information, the direct and quite clear information about why those customers probably left or not using the application. Sometimes the reasons I can give the example that are sometimes the reasons are quite simple. Uh, the most recent answer is like, uh, I forgot that I'm having this app. This is like, sounds like ridiculous. They <laughs> don't like, they, they, our customers, like they're not having some problems with the app. They're not unsatisfied with the application, they just forgot about that they're having this app. So in this case, we do see the problem that we're not interactive, we're not interact, in, interactive enough for uh, the customer, we're not like communicating with them, sending push or emails or some kind of that stuff, we're not reminding about themselves. Uh, this is the first uh, point and the second one, the, uh, we're not showing their great results uh, and great matches for this customer because if there is enough interaction, if there is enough communication inside the app, if the user is engaged and happy about their, uh, the, his communications, uh, he's not like left in their dating app. He's uh, trying to go on the dates. He's trying to chat and chat and date with the new people again and again before he uh, will find his perfect match. So this that's why we know this uh, all this way and that's why all our re-engagement is based on the data. But our engagement is a little bit different because we know everything. I hope so that we know everything, but still not. Uh, about our customers, but uh, there is some kind of uh, the element of luck and the element of prediction because you're always trying to find a uh, new audience, a uh, new type of acquisition, a uh, new country, like new geos for uh for your applications, you're always to find how to scale your business and how to get more 
more customers inside your system. And so this is, uh, I think, uh, that just programmatic buying, uh, artificial intelligence systems, uh, this all helps the marketer uh, to make a successful acquisition. But still, the marketer should say to the system, please, uh, can you search for this type of customer? Can you show them this type of creatives? And uh, I think that's the future of their um, user's acquisition manager to think what to show and what to suggest to the certain type of customers situated in some country of the of some age, of some gender, uh, with uh, certain habits and so on and so forth. So he needs to choose. And none of uh, still, but I think, the future is coming, but right now, none of uh, artificial intelligence system will answer you the question: What type of uh, creatives you need to show to their uh, southeast uh, to women aged, for example, 34, uh, having reading and dogs in habit, living in silence in Bangkok. Right. Mm, that's exactly that. That's, that's what you should think, study. Uh, develop and so on and so forth because you need to go into deep what those type of customers like what uh, do they browse how do they use uh, applications what applications are installed on their phones where do they go what do they like what kind of books do they read uh, are they uh, like what job positions are they having and so on and so forth so you need to collect all the data about their behavior and then suggest what to show them how to track them actually to, to your point, though, I mean, it's granted AI does have its place in marketing, absolutely. But as you're as you're saying, you know, you have to ask the data the right questions too. The data isn't just going. You have to figure out how to formulate the question and explore that so that you can get the answer um, in the data. And as you were pointing out, you know, it's everyone is very multifaceted, and understanding that is going to allow you to come up with the right campaign, right creative. Um, and the other point I'm seeing more and more is that people, because they're so multifaceted, you have to think outside the box about where and how you would advertise to them. So to your point about the woman who loves to read, maybe the place to advertise um, to get this type of person uh, interested in engaging again with your app would be to uh, think, okay, maybe maybe something like an audible. You know, maybe she's listening to books. She loves books so much. She might be listening to podcasts of books. So you have to think about where you can connect with these users. Is that what you do in your approach to uh, UA and also to engagement for that matter? Absolutely right. And in this case, uh, different programmatic systems and uh, artificial intelligence is helping us because you not right now you do not need to think about our where to find this woman. You need to point out that I need this woman because we do have the great commercials uh, great conversions on her and the programmatic will definitely help us to acquire her in the right place at the right time. So mm -hmm. uh, if we speak about the, uh, the Morin acquisition, it's a great cooperation uh, between, say, so the marketer should cooperate with the programmatic platforms and cooperate with the artificial intelligence and these two systems are great helpers for the marketer to make the successful acquisition. So there, uh, all those systems should be your closest friends, giving you the right answers on your assumptions. But still, the assumptions should be made by marketer. 
So how do you do that in your job? You're head of mobile, so you have to be watching, you know, a lot of different moving parts and also motivating your team. How do you motivate them to um, look at the data differently and embrace programmatic? Because for many, it's daunting. Um, some people maybe don't quite get it. What are you doing to bring that message to your team and get them to sort of rally around AI, data, and programmatic? So it's a matter of experience. Uh, because when you show to your team how it's really work and what uh, the results they can really achieve, uh, they're motivated by themselves seeing how it works. So we had an experience with one of the South, uh, South Asian countries, quite huge, and we were getting our not good results at all. And But at the same time, one of our uh, competitors, one, one of uh, local brands at that market, was just booming and we were mm -hmm. trying to figure out how it works, why this dating application is booming. We, we thought we were just watching them and we thought we were doing absolutely the same, but that wasn't. We were just, we were simply showing the wrong banners and the wrong video creatives to the wrong audience. Ah. We were trying to, uh, we were mistaken with the age and with the gender, and when we we just uh, used downloaded a lot of data and were trying to find the behavior, we were reading about the customs, the traditions, uh, their uh, about how families are built in this region, and we've got a mistake, and then we changed that, and everything was fixed. So the simply was the answer. We were. Just showing the wrong creatives to the wrong audience of the wrong age. That's what. But we haven't really, we, we, can't, we can't figure that out because the uh, click-to-view rate was high. And uh, those audience was just clicking on the banners and watching video and converting into registration. But sales were uh, absolutely awful. And yeah. the problem was just in the creatives on the first step of the funnel. So there again, as you pointed out, you know, it's it's that data and you could see that they were maybe looking at because maybe it was just so odd. <laughs> They're saying, oh, look at this. This is appearing to me looking at it, you know, not quite right with their segmentation, with what they would be wanting or what would appeal to them. And maybe out of curiosity. And there you go. And then the data says, no, if you want to get them deeper in the funnel. You have to change your creative. You have to change your approach. So we understand the uh, the power and importance of data, but we do have to go now to a break, Alicia. But listeners, don't go away because when we come back, we'll be talking again about more about data, but a little bit more about AI with some surprising, I think, tips and tricks for you to get started uh, before the wave comes. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business -business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. 
Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. Hey, hello. We are back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove, and we have Alicia Kutznetsova. She is head of Mobile Social Discovery Ventures. And Alicia, you are obviously a person who loves data, loves AI. I'm a little bit like that, maybe not uh, uh, you know, quite in your league, but I have a passion for it. And uh, I was very excited to learn that your company is not just focused on AI as part of how it does you know, mobile acquisition, engagement, retention, everything in the funnel, but you're also looking into uh, building, I understand, a research uh, center institute. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, we actually uh, have the research center inside the company, which which aim is to uh, to grow the business. They are mm-hmm. not about figure out uh, what type of audience will convert on the another one, but uh, their main purpose that we created this uh, this institution like to grow the business. Where to go? What are the trends? What are the behaviors? What are the likes of their uh, future audience? What they're going to do uh, after, what they're going to do after two, three, four, five years, and so on and so forth. So we're trying to predict the possible models and the future models of dating are uh, inside our company. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I've been doing some research too, right? You're not the only one. Um, I'm actually uh, uh, prepping for uh, an AI report and doing actually a webinar upcoming for uh, VentureBeat and looking at uh, AI. In this case, it's with content marketing, not just app marketing. But I just wanted to check this out with you, a little bit of a reality check, uh, a recent survey of marketers, where they see the opportunities in AI, why they're investing, where they're investing. So, um Top of the uh, uh, level here, uh, they see it as being a way to increase efficiency. They see it uh, 50% generate new opportunities they might not have seen before. Um, A little in the high 40s, new innovation. Um, High 30s, increased sales, cost savings. These seem to be the reasons that marketers are focused on AI. What do you make of these findings? Does that sound like what's motivating you over at uh, your company? All those, all those, if I'm not mistaken, four points motivates mm-hmm. us because they're basic, uh, the 
basic function of their artificial intelligence of the eye is to increase sales, decrease costs, and uh, uh, predict the better funnel to the conversion rates and seriously it's the increasing of the sales. The second one is the uh, uh, like the prediction of the I told you before that we are trying to predict the future of dating and to try the models that will be suitable for our future customer and not, not we're having right now. And the third part is about the innovations, how to applicate their all their uh, new products, all their, for example, Internet of Things or smart home devices uh, to our industry and how to use them uh, to maximize the revenues and to make our customers happier. So that's it. And we also use the artificial intelligence, not only uh, like we're speaking about users acquisition, but we also use it uh, within the customer success uh, department which is trying to help our customers to resolve their problems and to uh, make their communication on the platform uh, brighter and more successful. We also use it uh, for their prediction of their um, usability things and so on and so forth. So we're trying to applicate, to implement it inside each part of the business to get the alternative results and not only based uh, on our assumption. Like we think we do have an experience and we think that it will work. Now we're also trying to um, trying to fix it, trying to get the information from their IE systems on that stuff. I mean, that's fascinating, Alicia, and that's why I'd like to have you back at some point to see, you know, how you are progressing with that, because we've had a lot of guests on the show talking about AI, talking about machine learning, talking about the impact on marketing, but, you know, you are one of the first, if not the only, so far to be researching it, making it an institute, making it so much a part of your company. I think that's fascinating and probably a lot of key learnings that you can share when you come back. So in the meantime, you've talked a lot about a lot of really interesting topics, you know, engagement, re-engagement, AI. What about our listeners? If they want to stay in touch with you, if they want to connect with you, if they say this was really fascinating, um, how would they best stay in touch with you to continue the conversation if they want? The easiest way for me to drop where, uh, a note on my email or uh, connect me uh, with LinkedIn. So I will be happy to answer on the questions and to share some ideas because uh, I do think that our market should share the information because it leads us to the better success to the, to, and to better results. So the sharing is uh, the sharing economy and the knowledge sharing is the future right now. So it's easy. Just drop me a note. Perfect. I couldn't agree more. And of course, we'll have those details in the show notes with the show. Um, and also some other details about where to look for you, because you, of course, have your own dedicated page also over at Liftoff at heroes.liftoff.io, where we can read up on you and, of course, all the other amazing heroes in the series. So definitely going to keep the conversation going with you, Alicia. And that, my friends, is a wrap. So next week's, of course, will be jam-packed with other mobile heroes from other companies, so stay tuned. And if you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, then you can email me, Peggy, Peggy at MobileGroove.com. And that, my friends, is a wrap of yet another episode, this and all earlier episodes of our show, by going to webmasterradio.fm, or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you next week. 
The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.